Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, April 29th, 2022. So, on what's almost the end of April, did you almost. do the crossword? I did do the crossword. Mm-hmm. I thought it was hard. Mm-hmm. I didn't quite get all the answers. Gasp. Eventually I did. Ah. And I spent fifty nine fifty five on it. So you did get all the answers. Eventually. Mm-hmm. But I had to get a little help. Um I did it in fifty one oh eight. Whoa, that's good. Mm-hmm. Good for a Friday. Well, I mean I almost never beat you, so uh mm-hmm. that was amazing right there. Uh-huh. Um where'd you get trouble? I did not know the largest city in the US that's not a county seat. I had the M. And I was, and I wasn't quite sure about the rest of the letters, so I thought, "Oh, Maui," so I put in Maui mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, and then I, I, um, what did I have for the twenty-nine down or twenty-one down? Uh, false and malicious. Um, I put all kinds of things in there, <laughs> but not, but not slanderous. But not slanderous because. Oh. My well, my big downfall was ten down guiding principles. I put ethos. Yes, I found that very interesting. Uh huh. I mean, ethic. That seems to me singular. Like it's singular, but mm-hmm. maybe it's a collective noun. I don't know. Yeah, I was I was surprised by that too. Mm-hmm. But it was like it it, you know the um, the reverential term of address, which was the fourth letter of ethic. Well, if you had ethos, you had an O. Right. And that led you, of course, yeah. to Lord. Yeah, but but I knew nose, 12 down, nose ring had to be right, because all the letters worked. Okay. Ex- you know, and so I had O-R-E. Mm-hmm. So I was going, Lord, Lord. <laughs> you know, like, are any of these... Uh, um, um, Reverential terms ab- of address. I, I feel I feel fairly certain that bore is not a no. reverent. You bore. bore. You bore. bore. That's a, that's actually a that's actually a compliment, sir. You bore. Bore. <laughs> um, yeah. So so the order in which I did things was I had Lord first mm-hmm. um, because I was thinking for twenty one down false and malicious. I was thinking something in the in the in the area of libelous. Yes, that I did. I did the same thing. So I had the L, and then I put down O because it seemed to work with with eth- with ethos. Yeah. And then I had the R, mm-hmm. and I said D. Because it's like, what do you do at the end of L-O-R? You do D if you're trying to find something reverential. Uh And so I had to sort of fight to undo that. Yeah. But um, I saw, see, I didn't commit to, to, you know, when it comes to like um, some cultural reference or actual factual knowledge, I never try. Like I I didn't fill in uh, 27 across the largest city in the U.S. that's not a county seat, Mesa, Mm -hmm. until... I could, you know, I had a couple of, I, I did, I had the M, and uh-huh. then there were, and I just waited until I had a few other letters. Uh huh. See, twenty four across symptoms of stress. It said, well, see, I had S E R S at the end, so I thought, oh, geysers, you know, like stress, <laughs> is stress geysers in, in the fault line. You have stress and okay, so an excellent job of rationalization yeah, right there. So I had G Y S E R S. Although I think many people spell geysers G E Y, 
S-E-R-S. They do, yes, because uh-huh. I think that's the way it's supposed to be spelled. So, so, uh, so yeah, for, so 21 down, I was trying licentious mm-hmm. and libelous. Yeah, I, I was trying all kinds of things there. But it's just that little area there. I just couldn't get it because I had ethos. And I'm like, that's it has to be ethos. What you know, I had the E, the T, the H. I didn't even think ethic because it said, you know, um, guiding principles. I was thinking like a credo or something, you know, that it it was more than just one thing. Mm-hmm. So. See, at what point do you pull letters out? And say this is not working. I, you know, like I'm, 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 because st- I had ethos in there. And then after a certain amount of time, I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. I'm just going to clear out like two rows right there where sire and ulcer sat. Yeah. I just cleared them out mm-hmm. so that I could look at it and see if there's anything else that would. I mean, because mm-hmm. I couldn't. Rem- one of my big problems, and I'm so embarrassed. Eleven down, the eerie sounding instruments that are played without physical contact. The theremins. And I'm like, I used to know this word. Probably if I thought about it three hours earlier in the day, I would have known that word, but uh-huh. I couldn't I couldn't bring in theremin. Uh-huh. But eventually I got I got enough through the cross. It's just like it's it's a th something. But mm-hmm. um and it turned out because like nineteen across, that third letter, Victor Blank, the Nobel Prize winner for the discovery of cosmic rays, was Victor Hess. Yeah. Not exactly uh yeah, sort of a, um, you know, a, a common, well-known, well-known name there. No. Um, I was thinking of, oh, you know, there's the the Van Allen belt, and I was trying to think. I was trying to work Van Allen into a four-letter <laughs> answer. Whoa. Yeah, I know it didn't fit. <laughs> and you laugh at geysers without an e. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just wishful thinking, but this was a very good crossword, a very tough crossword. It was a, it was the first crossword for this crossword person. Really? First, okay. First New York Times Erica, crossword. Erica Wojcik starts mm-hmm. off with a bank because, like, forty-five across apple counter was genius bar. Yeah. Which was great. Uh huh. And then forty-nine across, oh, uh, that was magnificent. Scorekeeper question mark was music stand. Yeah. Uh huh. Boy, I like that both of that those. took me a while. Uh-huh. Because and and what slowed me down there too was forty nine down the tiny dosage units abra abbreviation and I went for CCs. Yeah, well I started with CCs then I thought MCs. <laughs> I couldn't get the C out of my out of my brain, but it turned out to be MG milligrams. Milligrams, yeah. And then that led to something that you may know, 51 across, Mark or Pow of the NBA, Gazel? No, I did not know that. That's just the name of two brothers or I something? I think it must be, yeah. Okay. That's not a, a, lead, a game, a, a team. Mm-mm. No. Sorry, as I go through all the terms involving yeah. sports. There. I had a great deal of trouble with 18 down and infant's mind, according to John Locke. Tabula rasa. Mm-hmm. I just, I've never heard that term, I don't think. It means blank slate. Yeah. We've seen it in the crossword before several times. And I... Um, well, I must not have gotten it then I, either. I, no, but, <laughs> but it means blank slate. You know, there's sort of, um, it's just there to be written on. There's nothing there sort of uh, yeah, predetermined. I, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I looked it sorry. up afterwards. Doing but, a little mansplaining there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, I had an, I had enough letters to sort of to sort of recognize it. Uh-huh. Uh, one that I always 
I, I just have some sort of a blind spot when it comes to this word fervor, and the answer is ardor, and I can never come up with that word. I know the word once I see it, ardor is a word, but I never, if anyone ever asked me, a, 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 you know, on the street, here's a thousand dollars, if you can come up with the answer and the, and the answer is going to be ardor, I would lose the thousand dollars. I hope it doesn't ever happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking up tabula rasa. I don't even know if that's how it's pronounced. Tabula rasa. Or- it has been in twice this year. Yeah, this year. March 11th and April 29th. Okay. So really just one one time before. And then Are you saying it's never been in before this year? It's been in four times. Okay. 2010. Mhm. And the clue was baby's mind. Okay. I think that was a little before my time of doing crossroads. Mhm. Me too. Um and then in 2017, absence of a preconceived notion. Yes. November 18th. Uh, and then it was in March. It's a blank. Um, that was on a Friday as well. Mm-hmm. It's a blank. I, I kind of do remember that clue. That was just last month. So, right. But anyway, yeah, it's only been in four times. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think I'll ever forget it now. Okay. <laughs> but, well, I, I, I will. I've forgotten Ardor already. Oh, no. 30 across. Um Oh, I like that one, too. It's just you and me, baby. Uh-huh. It's solo, solo parenting. parenting. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I was thinking, like, you and me against the world. Yeah, or Because uh-huh. I had that second O of, uh, let's, or actually the first O in the second letter of the answer because of uh, diving bird was loon. Uh-huh. Actually, I had it in ending in N. So first I thought turn. Yeah, then me I too. Th- Then I thought swan. Oh, but swans don't die. Well, I didn't know that. And mm-hmm. then I, then eventually I got to loon. Uh-huh. And and right below that, 33 across, another toughie going almost the whole length of the, mm-hmm. of the crossword, rhetorical question of self-deprecation. Who am I kidding? Uh-huh. It's like, whoa. And even the one below that, I mean, that was just a, you know, sort of the trifecta of great answers there. They promise no hurt feelings, pain relievers. Yeah. I had pain, and then I was thinking, I was trying to get medicine to work. Oh, um, I didn't have pain. I had. I was trying for anesthesis or anesthesiologist, oh. or, and I just I could never get it to work. And then eventually I got pain. I'm like, oh, painkillers, but there were too many squares. Right. And so eventually I did get that pain mm-hmm. relievers. So yeah, I, I thought that was that was that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Thirty thirty eight across two doesn't matter to me. I'm easy. I first I put I'm cool. Uh, but, you know, like I'm cool with it, but it turned out to be I'm easy. Doesn't matter. I'm easy. I was trying to go for I'm okay because it oh. did end in a Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- actually, that Y was part of five down. Uh, waiting for Godot, e.g., was tragic comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, what worries me is if this is Friday, I may as well just give up on Saturday now. Well, even you bef- got through it. I did get through it. I got through it, and and but it was. It was touch and go uh-huh. the entire way. Mm-hmm. Another clue I liked was 52 across. Share, but not sunny and alto. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, that was cute. Um, 39 down, the A of Torah was Aleph. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that was interesting. Um, oh, I did not understand 48 down. End of class question mark was ism. I immediately wrote ESS. Because what's the end of class? It's the letter S. Oh. 
Well, well, um, classicism. Is it, it's a it's a suffix. Classicism. Classic. It doesn't sound like it sounds like that sounds like classism. You're saying classicism. Mm -hmm. It sounds like there's one more s is missing in. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I um. I've heard that word. Classism. C L A S S I S M. Oh, the prejudice against or in favor of people belonging to a particular social class. Classism. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a new one for me. I'm going to file it right in with Arter. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so I think we've hit most of the highlights. A terrific crossword. Mm -hmm. um, Don't forget about uh, eight down stock exchange moves. Yes, <laughs> I like that one too. They had something like that a while ago. I was sort of, I, I was ready for that. They, they had a clue. Well, I didn't. Didn't say I wasn't ready for oh, it. I okay. just thought it was funny. It, it, was, it was funny. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, I did spell five across uh, brims, teams. At first, at first I wrote teams, T-E-A-M-S, oh. and I had Amir, which it seems to me uh, it was the answer to Shakespeare. Um, I mean, Amir is something in Middle Eastern. It's like a leader. Yeah, so and an Amir is um let's see, what is Amir? Also spelled Amir, A M E E R or E M I R is an Arab masculine name. So um the name comes from the same root as the word Emir with an E. So anyway, they were sort of sort of related. But um okay, well let's let's wrap it up except for the fact of course that it's Fun Fact Friday. <laughs> And on Wednesday, we had a clue, 14 across, where one may purchase a sectional with a side of meatballs. And the answer was Ikea. Yes. So we thought we would prevent, pro provide a fun fact on uh, Ikea and meatballs. And this is from mash.com, which is ironic. And it's what you don't know about the Ikea meatballs. And Ikea is well known for two things, economical furnishings and Swedish meatballs. And chances are good that if you've ever been to Ikea, you've done two things. Purchase way too many things you don't need and been lured to the food court by the heavenly smell of meatballs. Um, on the plus side, both the furniture and the food is very reasonably priced, which is probably why millions of people partake in both each year. But now that you've brought your Gerbsy, your, yeah, your Gerb, your Gersby bookcase and are scarfing down your meatballs and a lingonberry jam, have you ever considered what you really know about this iconic Swedish dish? According to IKEA founder Ingvar Kambrad, it's difficult to do business with someone on an empty stomach. With that in mind, he decided that IKEA needed to offer food to their shoppers, but he didn't want just any food. He wanted quintessential Swedish food, and he wanted to keep the food prices in line with their budget-friendly furniture prices. The IKEA Swedish meatballs debuted in stores in the 1980s and have become one of the most popular items on the menu. <laughs> Today, they sell for just $5.99 per plate and come loaded with mashed potatoes, lingonberry jam, and Alamansrotten, a gravy-like cream sauce. Is your mouth watering yet? Um, as a vegetarian, no, but we get the point. Um, <laughs> an astounding 2 million meatballs are eaten in IKEA's 340 stores worldwide every day. Wow. Now, that's a lot of meatballs. That is a lot of meatballs. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a, they, on, they do go on to, brief, to have a brief discussion of the 
horse meat scandal. Yes, I but, remember that. But I think we'll just wrap it up here <laughs> on a positive note. Yep. And l- lest the IKEA lawyers come after us. All righty. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And hope you enjoyed this podcast. The toughest crossword of the week, most likely, is coming out uh, shortly. So have a go at it. And then come back here tomorrow, and we'll tell you how we fared. And we'll see you then. Bye-bye.